Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Gaming and Drinking Cast. Ooh, Travis is drinking that beer from 1994. <laughs> and I am drinking that beer from 2021, 22. It's 2022. It is. It's not 2021. Anyways, uh, yeah. So I'm Adam. We got Travis here with us. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, what kind of glass is that? Uh, it's the only beer glass I have here right now. <laughs> people watching the video version, you might notice that my room looks different. That's because I've moved. Yeah. Uh, I have a whole entire uh, room, game room now, instead of just my bedroom. And uh, so that. that's, where I, that's where I am now. Um, and this is the only, this is a champagne flute. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because my beer glasses are still at my other house and I haven't moved them yet. Uh, kind of doing it one thing at a time because we had a lot of moving to do and we got, we spent almost all weekend doing it and, um, I'm tired. So <laughs> we, uh, I'm going to go back and get that stuff because I don't have to be out to the end of the month. So, okay. Okay. So you talk to the landlord, she knows what's up. Everything's kosher. Yeah. We're all good. Hell yeah. All right. Well, what is that? What is that you're drinking there? This is a sugar Creek. Uh, brewing high creek so it's got the high c logo okay. so this right here is, makes me think they're going to get uh a cease and desist because that, that is, is basically that is the high c logo right um <laughs> but it is a fruit punch sour ale six percent uh sugar creeks out of charlotte um i think charlotte right i, don't know, I could be wrong i don't think it sure is uh, dude i miss high c uh, yeah, i see still around you can go get some is it really and, yeah no yeah it's on the kaisi it's just like like they just don't promote it at all well you don't watch you don't watch kids shit i don't know if you've noticed this but you don't get advertisements for toys anymore either the toys didn't go away Uh, i don't know if you've seen my facebook feed but i get lots of toys you don't get the broadcast ads (laughs) or toys and stuff anymore um yeah that you're when when you switch off from like the nickelodeons and the Nick Juniors of the world, you don't get the cool ads for High C and Cinnamon Capri Toast Sun. Capri Sun, yeah. When's the last time you saw the little guy, the Capri Sun guy, in an ad? The you mean the Hawaiian Punch guy? That's the that, that, that's what I mean. The Capri Sun was where they basically like Alex Macked into like liquid silver that's and like right. went yeah, surfing yeah. big waves. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I bet they've got a new spin on that marketing now. Not I mean, I, that Alex was great. Mack. Yeah, it made me want him. I always yeah. wanted to be Alex Mack. So I, I thought she was so date cool. Alex Mack. Well, yeah, that's you. But what do you? What <laughs> how do you how is it? Get? How is it? Wait, does it taste oh, yeah, like I see? I haven't tried it yet. Let's see what I did. It smells like a sour. Pretty good. It tastes like a fruit punch. <laughs> Hell yeah! I wonder if they use like I see. I'm sure they had to use some kind of fruit punch powder. Like yeah, I was gonna say the powder mix is yeah. probably what. Because I used idea. to get the high C, I used to get the high C like big containers. Like you remember like the mm-hmm, big mm-hmm. high C like powder containers. I know exactly which one you're talking about. Yeah. I used to get those and just like stick my finger in it and just like eat the powder. Like that would be like an after school snack for me. That's fucking weird. I would sit there and like watch cartoons and just like eat it like fun dip. I was gonna say that sounds like a fun dip, but with your oh. finger instead of the stick. Yeah, and your my finger would just like look like it was like dipped in red ink after I was done. God, that's fucking weird. 
That's some weird shit. It was. I used to do the same thing with Gatorade tubs too. Why? It was good. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just make some high C and drink it? Because it's more potent. <laughs> I need that shit straight to my veins. Yeah, that's that's exactly what. You and then need. I used to heat it up with a spoon, just put like a little bit of water in it. That sounds like, like heat some... it up with a spoon, and then <laughs> so wait, and you, then you, inject you, it into my I was veins. Say, you put a little water in it. Too. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, yeah. High C, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that's what they were going for. That's the secret. <laughs> that's the secret to original high C. They they had to remove the cocaine later on. High cocaine. Trouble. Yeah. <laughs> that's what the C stands for in high C. Yep. Well, uh, <laughs> on another note, I am drinking. It is from the main beer company. It is called Lunch. Oh yeah. Lunch IPA. It's like the um, highest rated IPA in the country, I think. I've never had it, but I was at uh, Greens today with uh, Stephen, and he he pointed this out. And was like, dude, this is a great IPA. So I decided I'd give it a shot. Uh, they're brewed in it's brewed in Freeport, Freeport, Maine. Mm-hmm. It is seven percent alcohol, and I think it's going to be pretty good. Yeah, it is. It, it is one of, if not the highest rated. Uh, IPAs in the country. I can see why. That is smooth. It is smooth, but it's got a really wow. It's a very clean but hoppy finish. Wow, super clean, super clean. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. That might be like the cleanest finish of an IPA I've had. Yeah, it doesn't have that a lot of those bitter notes that some of them. Mm-hmm. Do. Mm. Well, cheers, internet. Cheers. Welcome back. Um, it's been a whirlwind of a couple of weeks. Travis is moving. We got other stuff going on. Still not quite ready to talk about uh, my stuff yet. That will be probably next episode where I talk about my big stuff going on. But mm-hmm. we got lots of big moves, man. Moving on up in the world. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, been, it's been a it's been a heck of a few months for us. So that so. You said you moved, obviously. So you moved from the the house you were in to a new house. Does the house you're in now have a fenced-in yard for the puppers? It does. It has a huge backyard. It actually has two fenced-in backyards because there's like a pen within the pen within the fence. Okay. Um, that uh, I I'm, what I'm thinking is the people who owned this house originally had like a pen for their dogs, and mm-hmm. then later on built an actual like fenced-in backyard. So the original pen is still back there, um, and the dogs love to go through in, in there and, and explore. They like exploring the whole yard. Um, yeah, but they but, got a nice little area that's just theirs. Yeah, they they um they run around all day and uh, just act a fool, and it's Heck it's yeah. pretty fun. So uh, we 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 have a na- uh, we share a fence with a neighbor, and they have like four pit bulls, um, and it was kind of a little, you know scary at first because that little fence with like monster who's huge and fig who's a young puppy sharing with like four uh big old pit bulls it's kind of scary at first but the neighbors put up like another high fence that separates they just like rolled out and it was like it's like a temporary fence but they wanted Mm -hmm. to separate the two so they weren't just like you know constantly nipping at uh through the fence at each other but now that they've got that up they my dogs just don't even pay attention to them so it's actually pretty nice yeah, it worked out really well. Heck yeah, man. Well, I know that's awesome to have yeah. and to have a game room 
Mm-hmm. And uh, question, nice. mm-hmm. do you have to do your own lawn maintenance? I do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now you get to go lawnmower shopping. Yeah, we're going lawnmower shopping yeah, soon. Yeah, dude. Um, there were some there were some really expensive ones uh get you a riding get you a riding lawnmower get you a 42 inch blade yeah 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 uh finance that shit there was one that was like (laughs) one of them was literally like six thousand dollars and it was uh you don't need all that was it one of the ones with like the two arm handles yes zero degree turn radius yeah and i'm like that thing is ridiculous get you get you a husk varna yeah 42 inch blade Get you one of those little, uh, I, that's one thing I miss about having a house is doing yard work, actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it. Um, it's, we want to get, we got to get a uh, laundry too. Um, we washer get, and dryer. Get, yeah, washer and dryer. Um, so it's going to be laundry, lawnmower, sectional, and then. I didn't know where you were going after that first syllable. <laughs> lots of sex in the backyard. <laughs> On top of the expensive lawnmower. Yes, while it's on. While it's on. While and the while blade is spinning. While we're just cutting the grass, we're just, just to be, be just to be crazy. Yeah, you never dangerous. know. Dangerous. Live dangerously. We want to show off for all the neighbors, so you know, let them know, <laughs> let them know where we stand. Get one with cruise things. control. Get one with cruise control. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then there, the the last thing that we want to get um, is like a patio furniture. Mm-hmm. because we have a screened in porch there you go and the screened in porch is where i've been spending a lot of time it's really nice okay well i'm gonna be in that neck of the woods on thursday so i'm gonna swing by there and say what's up word yeah we'll have a we'll have some brewskis yeah it'll be fun yeah man it's it's super nice you'll like it yeah i will well, uh, I don't have anything that exciting going on right at the moment, um, except I got some amiibos. I got yeah, drunk yeah. last. I got drunk last night and went on GameStop for some reason, mm-hmm. and uh, and saw that there was like amiibos, and it was like you can order this tomorrow and or tonight, and it will be delivered to your house tomorrow. And I was like. Okay, and I know that there was a new one that just came out that got old Min Min here from the Super Smash Brothers series. She's awesome. Wait, that's arms, right? Yeah, well, yeah, but it's the Super Smash Brothers. Uh, oh, she's got, Smash like, a, Brothers? Yeah, she's one of the downloadable characters. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, she's badass in Smash, too, if you're good with her. I'm not. Um and then I also got, I've been playing some Monster Hunter Rise. And so I decided to get old Magnamalo. Oh, okay. And he's super badass. Mm-hmm. And just because they're freaking cute as hell, I got the Palico and the Palamute. Oh, adorable. Look at that kitty. Look at that little kitty. Yeah. I'm so. I'm- Super happy with those. I've also got the reissue of Kirby coming in the next couple of days. Tell me if you've spent all the money on that, do you at least have a Samus in there somewhere? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do I have a Samus? I got the Samus from uh, the new one from Dread. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, that's uh, awesome. She and, looks good. And an Emmy. An Emmy from Dread. 
and yeah that one that's a i just love how they square off against each other that's super cool yeah so i've got like i've got like a bunch of zelda ones too and then a couple yeah. for animal crossing some pokemon i have um, the, um the japanese uh like 35th anniversary mario one. Oh, nice and then i have a uh, midna from Ooh, dude that one's worth a lot of money now midna yeah oh, is, she riding, is she riding is she riding the uh yeah she's riding the wolf yeah i looked like, that one up i think it was like a hundred something dollars yeah if she, well she came with the skyward sword like mm-hmm. special edition packing packaging or not Skyward sword um uh twilight princess special edition yeah. packaging and that's that's where i got her from yeah she's worth she's worth some money now sweet the ones i get i get are cheap but i have a feeling that this magnamalo might be worth some money one day yeah. Um, but I was surprised that that one was still available because, like, the ones that I'm gonna start collecting, like, for real, these things. And um, so I've started following a bunch of like Twitter notifiers that are like, "Hey, this one's dropping," stuff like mm-hmm. that, so I can pre-order them. Yeah. And this Min Min literally just came out like a week ago, so I don't think it'll last long. You have um, a Marth? I don't see. I don't have that many. I probably got like. 15 i probably got like 15 of them 15 to 20 which you got you got to get a who's the dork from xenoblade chronicles oh uh oh god i can't uh, shulk shulk yeah you gotta get you a shulk i gotta get get a a shirtless shulk oh is it is that a real one i think it's a japanese one i think they have one of them the japanese ones are always better than the yeah the american ones of course they they like you gotta let shulk run around shortlist what are we doing yeah, and his little heart boxers. Why is it that in anime, anytime like a dude is wearing boxers, they've got hearts, they on, hearts them. on them? I don't know. That's, <laughs> a, that's a good question. It is a thing, though, that's for sure. Like every time there's a dude in underwear, he's got hearts all over his I guess because like it kind of denotes that they're boxers and not like tiny shorts or something. Like if you see that kind yeah. of pattern on something, you know that it's boxers, like not, you, you know. You could definitely like, make it known without having hearts, though. Yeah, but why wouldn't you if you could why wouldn't they just make them like some really nice tight uh boxer briefs then you got to draw the junk exactly you know oh you want to see give the the, give the people what they want you want to see the outline of the i want i want junk junk in the trunk (laughs) and the hood okay (laughs) you know what i'm saying well usually the characters are like 14 years old so they're still runner yeah you're right that could be why they don't draw the chunk. That could be that could be the chunky drunk. Prob- the chunk, problematic. The chunky junk. The chunky junk. <laughs> That'd be the episode title if we did that. Chunky junky. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Ten minutes in and we're already off the rails. I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, so this we one. Here. What's your percentage on yours? Six percent. Okay. So this dude, this beer is really damn good. Uh, mm-hmm. I, have you had this before? Oh yeah, I've had I had that on draft when I was the pizza mm. joint uh, bar manager. Real damn good. Yeah, it's very good. And apparently, it's named after a whale that hangs out around Maine. Lunch. They called it lunch because it looks like it's had a bite taken out of its fin. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's fun. And there was actually, dude, when I was in, I used to go up to New Jersey every summer, and. um when I was up there in New Jersey one time, 
we were out there fishing in one of the bays and uh out of nowhere this dolphin comes up like in the water comes right up to the boat and we started just like hand feeding it bait fish and uh and then we looked and this dolphin like its jaw was like a little crooked like it had been hit by a propeller or something and uh also on its side it was branded with the number 56 Jesus. and so i looked up i looked up i just googled like dolphin 56 and dolphin 56 was another famous like marine animal that would like come and hang out with people around new jersey and it would like travel up and down the east coast and it oh, had been cool. doing it for like 15 years and just going out to people's boats and getting fed and that's probably why it got hit by a fucking propeller oh, uh, <laughs> um, how to get the the branding on it wait uh time out we're gonna need to take a quick break um i just got a notification from zoom that says i have to upgrade to upgrade to remove the 40 minute time limit on our meeting um so what? yeah i think i just up Since my, my zoom just updated yeah, mine so, updated too. So I think uh, it's it's giving us now we're gonna have to upgrade in order to keep Zoom going. Um, so give us two seconds. Technical difficulties. We'll be right back with more booze and games. And we are back. Thank you, Zoom, for yeah, what, making what, me upgrade in the middle bullshit. of a podcast. I can't believe they i can't believe they did that but i can't believe they did that dude we I, we've been doing this for what a, almost a year now at least a year and um my zoom like whenever i logged in for just now for this episode it was like you it's gonna download an update real quick don't worry about it i was like cool all right whatever it's gonna update and then it was like out of nowhere like the fucking warning of death came up it was like you, you have, have 10 minutes, 10 minutes to left. upgrade or yeah. you're terminated. Yeah. <laughs> so we uh, upgraded, but I will tell you this, I am terminating that subscription as soon as possible. Yeah. Cheers to uh, internet capitalism. Yeah. Uh, like Google or Zoom must have been making a ton of money during the pandemic. And then now that the pandemic is no longer as rough of a thing they have to switch to a new <laughs> money-making scheme i guess they're like man a lot of people started podcasts but they're only two people <laughs> <laughs> well it used to be one-on-one -on -one meetings were unlimited and yeah that's how i mean than, exactly that, you have more than three then that's when you had to pay but exactly. then they were like no we're gonna we're gonna bring one to one and one onto the yeah pay platform which so, is ridiculous yeah i think they realized that a lot of people are doing one-on-one -on -one zooms and they yeah. could capitalize on that. Which is dumb for them because most people are just going to go to it. I'm totally, so we're going to, we're going to figure something out for sure. So. Google, how you looking over there? You looking nice. Your mama lets you date. Google or Microsoft. Both of them <laughs> kind of sexy. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I almost want to switch just to, just to not give them the business or to give them the business. I was going to say, you want to give them the business? <laughs> Like that, that ref at a, or that announcer. Give him the business. He was giving him the business. Only Carolina football. Mm -hmm. All right. 
Yeah. So we um, <laughs> it's always something, man. Yeah. Uh. But no, they, we do have a lot uh, to talk about this week, especially Apex Legends. We got the new. Hotness. We're gonna, we're gonna, you know. Normally, we start with what we're playing, but I think we're gonna start this week with that new hotness, which is Apex Legend Legends Season Thirteen Saviors drop today. Um, today, yeah, and it is uh, really good. I'm enjoying it so far. They've added a lot of cool stuff um new character as used but they've they've added some um stuff on the map which actually i find to be almost more intriguing than the new character which i was not expecting mm-hmm. um so yeah uh it's called saviors um the new character is called newcastle uh they have upgraded uh the map for uh which one which what's what's the storm map? point for storm point um and that's kind of like my favorite stuff is, is the map changes because Stormpoint needed some changes in a bad yeah. way. Yeah. And the big change um, is obviously, you know, if you watched last episode, uh, we we checked out the trailer for the new season and they were fighting this big ass dragon thing. And we were talking about it. We we're like, holy shit, dude, what if they have like a monster hunter type deal where you're shooting like you're teaming up with and fighting this thing? And that would have been dope as hell. Um, but, but that is not what they did. No, they basically just gave you the aftermath of that fight. And there's a giant carcass in the middle of the map yeah. or on the edge, no, of, the on map. The edge of the map. Yeah. Um, but it's still really, really cool and really, really big. Like you can drop on its on its ass. You can drop on its face. That just sounds mm, really your, bad. That's, yep, your favorite that's, thing to do. Just gonna drop on dropping, all. Dropping I love on dropping on asses and faces. That's, that's what you, yeah. That's what people say about you. Yeah, man. You know, when I'm playing a game, I just love dropping on asses and faces. Uh, it's funny, too, because the first, like, six games we played, the start point of the ship was right over the carcass. Every right over time. its ass. Yeah, right over its ass. So, so if you wanted to drop same... straight down, you're just, like, dropping on I mean, the it was, ass. It, it was, like, the first, I mean, at least six times. Because we were like, oh, it's just going to drop us here every single time. It's going to start mm-hmm. right right over the carcass to get people like, you know, the chance to drop on the ass and get started right away. But you, know, you just want to like shoot, shoot all over the ass. That's what people want to do. So like everybody's dropping all over the ass and mm-hmm. um, it was just getting like real dirty and grimy over there. Mm-hmm. and so like every, like half the people have blown their load in the first like 30 oh seconds oh my god this metaphor has gone on too far and so like you know if you go to the other side of the map and you're kind of doing your own thing in the corner uh-huh. <laughs> then, then, That's then everybody the else then everybody else is just you know getting shot in the ass on the ass mm-hmm it's and beautiful. you don't have to do you don't have to do anything because everybody else is just playing with the ass. Well, what if you came down on the face? Well, if you came down on the face, then you know, then you have to go like deep down his throat. Yeah. And then because that it's wide open, and you like hopefully you're gonna find like a big gun and yeah, yeah. uh use that. Yeah, and get like a, a wide like something that like has a wide spread. <laughs> big spray. Yeah, big spray, so you can like shoot it shoot a bunch of dudes at the same time 
yeah, you, you really want to get as many dudes as possible when you're shooting. Yeah. Yep. So when you're. <laughs> yeah, oh boy. <laughs> that has gone too far. Have we gone too far? I don't know. We're going far uh, Anyways, there's a carcass and you can ejaculate all. No, wait. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> The Zoom Zoom thing has really warped Adam's brain tonight. No, it's always been it's always been a little little weird up there. (laughs) So (laughs) never know uh, what I'm thinking, man. In addition to the carcass ass animal that that Adam is very infatuated with, uh, there's some other stuff. The um, what do they call those bunkers? Oh, um, armories the armory bunkers yeah so that's actually the coolest thing about the whole season to me is the armories um you can basically we only found one and it was like on the southwest part of the map but according to cnet i think there's more than one kind of they're gonna they're gonna be kind of like those uh those bunkers on um is it king's canyon yeah yeah, on Kings Canyon, where like you have to have a grenade to get in, and there's like usually like some gold stuff in there. But what's super cool about involved. it, much more involved. And so, like, when you're running up to these armories, they're like off the ground and like you can't get in them. But then, as you're running up to them, a ramp comes off to let you in. And then you go in, and I, <laughs> it was so funny. We didn't know that like it seals it, up. Yeah. So, like, I go in and I'm like, all right, dude, I'm pressing the button. And I press the button and Travis is still outside of it and it starts closing. And he's like, wait, I'm not in yet. The ramp just like kind of like seals itself. How away. did you get in? So after the ramp sealed itself up, there was like a little beam that shot down from the bottom of the center of the hold. And if you walk into that beam, it'll teleport you inside. So that's how I got okay. in. And what I, wonder... I assume, what I assume happens is that the other teams don't get that beam of light. So I don't know. We don't know. I would assume because it wouldn't make any sense for them to seal it up if they just let them teleport in anyway. I guess we don't know for sure, but yeah, we don't know for sure. But my 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 guess would be that they they wouldn't go through the trouble of making all that animation and stuff. Yeah, but with Apex, I've never seen anything, whether it's like a, a tactical or an ultimate, that like everybody can't utilize. Like when shields come up, you know. You can't shoot through it. They can't shoot through it. Whenever like smoke bombs, your team can't see through it. They also can't see through it. Everything affects everybody. Well, you could, but you as the you could if you were the first one to get there, you could still use it. It's not like you can't use that. It's just that I don't think you can use it while it's being actively used by somebody else. I think that's maybe it like shows up as like a red beam on someone else's screen or something, and maybe. so like they know that someone's in there but they can't get in themselves or something which like would that. you would which is interesting i think it works better that way because then you could just wait for the the door to open up and just fuck mm-hmm. them up as soon as they come out i want to know chance, how yeah go ahead chances are they, they might have like low health and stuff because the so we should say what happens when you go in there so you go in there after the you hit the button and then it spawn like these crates open up and these specters from titanfall come out and they're npcs and you have to fight and kill them and they're pretty tough like they are. We were, we were having a decent time with them. Um, and we well, the more the, you uh, kill, the more of them spawn. So, like, the first wave doesn't have that many. And then, like, you kill that wave yeah. and a few more show up. And I think it's like a wave based thing. 
And the yeah. more waves you kill, at it, it's on a 60-second timer. And at the end of that 60 seconds, however many specters you've killed or how many waves you've completed, um, you the will get better. loot based on how many of those you killed. Yeah. Which is a yeah. really, really cool thing, especially because um, I personally am a giant Titanfall fan. Mm-hmm. And um, Titanfall if you can't... specifically. Yeah. I got, I got my uh, pilot right there on the wall um but the the movement they do is exactly like the npcs in titanfall and titanfall 2 like they come out of the they come out of the bunker and then they like do like this like quick move forward and then they run the other way and then they come back towards you like it's so so titanfall It, it it makes me so happy because I'm always saying like, they need to bring more Titanfall into this game. They need, and they've done it with this, with the specters yes. and with the NPCs that are in Titanfall. Um, Another reason why they probably seal it up is so you can't like kite the specters outside of the area. Too. Yeah. They probably had like, cause they're probably all, they're probably using the same AI as the Titanfall NPCs. Yeah. I if I had not, to guess they're not, I mean, they were tough, but they weren't like super smart or anything. They just kind of like ran mm-hmm. around and shot at you. Um, but we, so we, we killed just a them. little spongy. Yeah, I think they probably they're, take they probably take spongy. like one. I I'd say they probably take one fifty to one seventy five damage to yeah, die. They, they seem they're about equivalent of a real player, like a white um, shielded player. But there's enough of them to where that they can give you a challenge. And so with that the reason I said you waiting outside the bunker, cause you, you, you could lose a bunch of health and there's no guarantee. You probably would get shields and stuff, but if you're not paying attention, you get to walk out of that bunker without having healed up and just get annihilated by another team. So there is kind of a risk reward thing because I think once you seal that bunker up, people are definitely going to know that you're there. Yes, that is true. Uh, you do. It does open back up. Um, and I didn't see this when we did it. Grant, we've only done that thing one time because, like we said, this just came out today. Um, so we're still learning a lot of the, the meta for this season. But um, according to CNET, uh, they said that you can launch out of armories at the end, um, which I didn't see a launcher and I assume that's kind of like the launchers that were on the skull hanging over the ocean. Um, you know what I'm talking about? The the green ones, the ones that are all over the island. Not like the balloon. Yeah. 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 Like the ones that you just like you, it's basically like an octane jump pad that like launches into the air. Yeah. Um, I assume it's something like that, but I didn't see that in there. We got to look around a little harder. We didn't really look around too hard in there. No, we were kind of overwhelmed by what was happening. But yeah, like at the end, it's basically like a bunch of a bunch of crates pop up, and you open mm. those, and that's what you get. I think we, I think we got three or five. I think we got five crates out of that. We got five crates, but there was only one gold and like one purple. Yeah, I think we should have. We if we would have done if we could actually. Now that we know what's going on in there, I think, yeah. dude, could you imagine going in there and dropping a fucking fuse mother load in there? Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Fuse might have some good implications on this map now that they've changed, like the especially, the, like yeah, with his grenades and shit too. In that tiny space, you could probably take out like a couple of those guys. But Valkyrie, her her L one, you have to have overhead clearance to shoot it, so that yeah. wouldn't work in there. But Fuse's grenades, yeah, it would definitely work. And Maggie, and Maggie actually would probably be pretty viable in there. 
Yeah, anyone that can make stuff that go boom real good <laughs> would be viable in there. Yeah, it isn't. It isn't a huge space. It's pretty small. It's a um, very small space. It's like it's literally like the size of like a, a a living room. But it's also got like a bunch of the pods in there that make it seem even more claustrophobic because mm-hmm. there's those things that pop out. They pop out of those pods, and and there there's like no room to maneuver. But it does give you a lot of cover, so it's like a risk reward thing. Yeah, <clears throat> it was cool, man. I I really I was so happy to find that because yeah, whenever cool. we watched the trailer, I was like, dude, I think there's gonna be NPCs. And yeah, there definitely fuck was. Yeah, fuck yeah. Oh. Uh, Newcastle is pretty cool. I actually really enjoy playing as him. Um, I haven't oh, really yeah. liked any of the. What? I don't know. That's what you said. Like Chewbacca. Well, I was doing my yawn. I had the yawn. Oh. Um, we should say we're we're doing this pretty well. I didn't know we were having so much fun here. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't really like the defensive characters that much. I don't like Gibby. He's he's really fat and slow. Um, I do like Rampart a lot. She is very fun, but her shields are not so much defensive as they are uh, tactically viable for the chart. You know, making weapons stronger. That's what I, I feel like. She's more of a buff than like a defensive character. Um, but Newcastle, his shields are super cool and very useful. His L1, you can like shoot it out, but you can also make it come back to you. Like you can reposition it and whatever you, wherever you point. It to doesn't it. stop moving though. You get, that's something that's very important is like, you can't make it stay still, which is kind of it. That's the only deficit against it is that like, you can't place it somewhere. You have to move it around um except for his ult which obviously you can place that but yeah, yeah so his, his ult is uh like a big bear wall barrier that pops up um that gives you like three ramparts basically not rampart the character but actual ramparts like on a yeah like wall. three three big it's basically like a big shield that can cover up uh your entire body and then like a little half shield that can cover if you crouch big shield half shield big shield it's like three towers um with smaller shields in between them and they take a shitload of damage yeah they they uh, i don't think we've seen one short yet so i no, we did i threw i threw three i threw two thermites and a frag at the one teams and like that did a shit ton of damage and then we both were like shooting at it at the same time and that took out but it doesn't destroy the whole thing it destroys it panel by panel yeah which is a really cool thing because there's a lot of panels on that thing yeah um It's, it's smartly designed the, also, the best bet is if you're fighting someone is to try to get in behind it. What you got there? Oh my god! I'm just gonna pour it in this. Is that blasphemy if I just pour it inside of this same thing? I don't think so. Yeah, it'll be all right. Um, I'm sorry to interrupt. I just was empty, and I, I feel like this conversation is about to be a minute. So I'm gonna pour me a beer. Um, this one. This is another Stephen recommendation. This one is called Rice Crispy Boy. Um, it is a rice lager with marshmallows. Um, and I believe this is a Westbrook. Yeah, this is a Westbrook. I'm going to go with that. Yeah, it's a Westbrook. It's 5% uh, rice lager with marshmallows. He told me it tasted exactly like a Rice Krispie treat. I love that. And so I was sold immediately, especially after last week where I did the uh, Reese's Pieces one. That made me 
if you give me something that's going to taste like candy or like some kind of treat i love rice oh dude did you see when i said treat (laughs) (laughs) she's like yeah what you you know about what what you got what you got yeah so i i've got my parents i'm watching my parents dog for a few days and um she she knows what's up she's a psycho but she's amazing um but yeah it's it's definitely a rice lager you can see it's very light um it it tastes like a coors light with marshmallows (laughs) it's okay it's not as good as i was hoping for it doesn't taste exactly like a rice krispie treat um but I get what they were going for, and I appreciate it because, you know, it takes balls to try to uh, make a craft American rice lager. <laughs> because most of the American rice lagers are your Mick Ultras and Bud Lights. That's and- a, they, they're, they're doing like a Japanese-style rice lager. That's the, we have one, too. Um, the oh, new it's pretty, though. I mean, look at that. That's a pretty beer. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. clean. Yeah. Oh, I had a hazel. Bad. I had a hazelwood Mexican lager yesterday. It was. Mm-hmm. It's a great beer. Again, if you're ever in uh, the Midlands of South Carolina, hazelwood, amazing, and that Mexican. It is a Mexican lager with agave and lime. Mm-hmm. God, that shit is delicious. Very good. Oh, so, we need to go to Hazelwood and just drink there sometime. We can I do a bunch. It's good. Really? Yeah. Holler at your boy, asshole. We I, we have hollered at you before. Remember? Nope. Yeah. Well, you have the your memory is not the greatest thing in the world. Everything's a bubble that pops at some point. <laughs> there's, there's only so much knowledge you can stuff into one brain, and you got to have room for like Gen One Pokemon and all this other stuff. Listen, yeah you give me you give me questions about like star wars pokemon amiibos what's zelda the, mario what's the third evolution of a squirtle blastoise oh, come on duh duh that's that's fucking that's that's child's play that really is child's play when it comes to pokemon i almost bought a squirtle amiibo last night Dude, in my cart, I had like $300 worth of Amiibos oh and I had, to whittle, I had to whittle them down. Jesus Christ. Don't tell Katie this, mm-hmm. but I spent over $100 on Amiibos last night. That's real stupid. No, no, it was great. Mm-hmm. I didn't buy any like aftermarket ones because the aftermarket ones, they cost like way more. Yeah, yeah, that's really, yeah. That's but like, no, it, it, like you get them when they're hot and fresh. Yeah, right. And the then oven. right straight off the whatever Pretty the hell press. they come off. Um, and then there, this one, like for instance, was only fifteen dollars. No, but I guarantee you, in like three months, it'll be thirty dollars. Yeah, it's just it's just a good investment, is what you're saying. It would be if I kept them in the box. But I take I immediately take them all out of the box because I just like making them all look like they're fighting fighting each other. Yeah, who wouldn't? Yeah. 
I went and got my hair cut today and I told um, Brooke about all my amiibos. And she's like, Adam, I thought I, you were cool until you just told me about all that stuff that you bought. I don't know how she got to the cool part before that because it doesn't seem like you could know you for more than 20 minutes. Without I was like, Brooke, you've been to my apartment. Yeah, you like, see, where's like, all the, the nerd shit? She's like, oh, that's great for a bachelor pad. I was like, all right, well. Mm-hmm. Now that's why you need one room just for yourself where you can put mm-hmm. all your nerd shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what that room looks like in like three months. I'm, I can't wait to get my posters and stuff. Dude, that's, throw that's some shelves up because you got so many like old school like playstation like you, you sent me that uh kingdom hearts 2 guide you could just yeah, throw that got, on a shelf i've got um so in my boxes i found the guides for metal gear solid 2 an original printing of metal gear solid 2 guide uh devil may cry 1 and madden, <laughs> madden 07 dude well, madden 07 was great i don't know why i had a madden 07 guide who needs a guy for fucking madden I don't think it was mine. I think NCAA 07, I think, is the one that I actually liked a lot. NCAA is the one with the Boise State guy on the cover. Yeah. Tim Tim Tebow. 07 might have been Tim Tebow. Who am I thinking of? That was, uh, which one was uh, Robert Griffin III on? Was that 13? That was like, yeah, that was. That was the last one. That was, yeah, I don't think it was 13. 12? 12, maybe, or 11. But either way, the Gamecocks were awesome. In the last edition of NCAA, the Gamecocks were amazing because the they had that, they had Alshon, Marcus, uh, the, Clowney. The 07, I think it was 0, no, maybe 08, 09, when they had like Steven Garcia's freshman year. When he was oh, he was so he was so he was, he was like nine, he was like 99 <laughs> rating and he was black. So he and he was like six foot five or something like that. Like just nothing like his actual self and he, but he he was unstoppable yeah. like he was he was unstoppable he was the best player carolina's ever had in that, in that video game i just remember having i think it was like 11 or 12 there was jeffrey and Lattimore, and then you had stefan gilmore uh and Clowney on defense and like between mm-hmm. those four players like and yeah. Connor Shaw was actually pretty well ranked on there. He was actually, I think he was underranked. I think he was a very underrated quarterback. Well, he was a two star coming out of high school. So, yeah, that's but, probably, that's but probably, they probably based it on that, though. Is what but I'm I think saying. he's like the winningest quarterback in Carolina history. He is, but coming out of high school, he was still a two star. And when they made the game, that's probably what they based it on. Not his, but this was work. like three years in. I don't think he, I don't think the series lasted long enough for it to be three years in for him. I don't know when it ended, but it wasn't. I don't know if he got all all his time in. But also, no one paid attention to Carolina except for like Clowney. Us. Never really paid attention to our offense. <laughs> so it's basically us yeah. and like the other fans, and that's it. Yeah. Oh I, man. Anything else on Apex you want to get in? Um, let me think. Oh, so they did. They're doing a new ranked split. Uh, want to talk about that for a second? Which me and you, we don't really play ranked. Because most of the time, me and you are playing duos, which mm. if they had ranked duos, I would love to jump into that. Yeah. But they unfortunately still don't have ranked duos. Um, 
but they do have a new rank split, which is pretty cool. Uh, there's a new ranked tier called Rookie. And that's pretty interesting because basically, from what I can tell, it seems like unranked to me. The Rookie tier has no entry cost, but it also awards no RP. Oh, I think being in a certain tier awards you rp right off the bat so like if you're in silver you get like a certain amount of rp so you still get rp for like your kills and your and your placement and all that even if you're at rookie tier but you just don't get a tier rp am i wrong there I don't know. We haven't played it yet. I'm not really sure. We haven't played any ranked. I don't ever really play ranked unless we've got uh, Rich in there. Rich with us, yeah. and then but he's always he's usually overranked, and so we can't yeah. play with him. So, yeah. rocking a hard place there. I'd say I would like to dive into that a little. Face bit and a butt, that. you know. What? Carcass Smoke. on the side of a beach. Smoking a pancake. <laughs> Mm. All right, I'm dry. You get another one. I'm so wet. God, I don't. I, I gotta choose my words more carefully on this podcast. I don't know what I'm <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> oh God! All right, so Travis has got to get another beer. I'm gonna chug this Rice crispy treat and then uh, grab my third beer, and we will be right back. And apparently, changes pants. Some different games besides Apex and booze. Oh, that is a beautiful that was a beautiful pop. The beautiful pop of the gaming and drinking cast. That's what we've that's what I've always called it. The beautiful pop. Yep, that's what we that's call what it. we drink, the beautiful pop, aka beer. Mm-hmm. God, yeah, if you called it that, I would I, I want to punch myself for saying that, actually. That's just every day for me on this show. So <sighs> the beautiful pop beer. <laughs> no. In what, fact, what, what did you get that pop off of? Well, this actually isn't even a beer. It's a cider. <laughs> that's that's all right. That's uh, same wheelhouse. It, it's some Blake's Peach Party, which I have that, not had before. Is that the summer seasonal? Or yeah, spring? it's uh, Balake's Hard Cider. Um, yeah. That's good stuff. 6.5. 6.5. I feel like all of their ciders are 6.5. Uh, all of them except, like, there's some that are 5, uh, like the Grizzly Pear and something else is like 5.5 or something like that okay yeah, most of them are 6.5 but uh blake's everything that i've had from them i have at least somewhat enjoyed mm-hmm. um if not really really enjoyed and yeah. uh this one is a peach and blackberry and it's their summer and it's called peach party Sounds just really seemed good. seemed like a seemed like a good call a lot of people that i've been that i sell beer to have ordered this one and they were like fuck yeah give me that as soon as it comes in <gasps> yeah so uh i thought i should probably give this a try also i've got the hiccups a little bit right now because i just like inhaled a bunch of pasta and chugged the rest of a beer so cheers uh i am working on one of my own the people's elbow from new serum 
this is the reason I had this on the show though, is because we just took this to the world beer cup last week, which is basically the biggest contest in the world uh, for beer. And there were 2,500 countries that entered. Um, Are there 2,500? You said 2,500 countries? Yeah. Are there that many countries? I think so. Maybe it was 2,500 submissions. I don't think there's 2,500 countries, dude. There might not be. 2,500... breweries maybe 2500 breweries yes that's got to be it yes okay 2500 yes 2500 breweries from around the world gotcha um i think there were over like i want to say like fifty thousand submissions or something like that um the usa only had i can't remember the exact number but it wasn't a whole lot of even though we hosted we didn't have a whole lot of wins North Carolina specifically only had four breweries that won. And one of them was the people's elbow and it took home a gold. Hell yeah. Uh, it is the only one in North Carolina to get a gold. And I, th- I don't think anyone from South Carolina won. I don't know if anyone from South Carolina entered, um, but this is the closest to us and it was my brewery that did it. So we're very proud of that. That's going to be a new sales thing going forward for us. Um, and I'm going to be selling the crap out of this beer because it's a really good beer. I'm sure you've had it before. Oh, um, yeah. People's Elbow is a great beer. It is a, if you don't know, it's a hazy milkshake IPA brewed with lactose and coconut. Uh, great summer beer. And it pours like this. It's just got a little bit of haze. Yeah. I don't like coconut at all. I hate coconut, in fact. But I think this has like just the right amount that it gives it like that summery taste without being like overpowered. It doesn't taste like coconut water, which I think is gross. Um, doesn't taste like uh, suntan lotion? does not taste quite like suntan lotion, thankfully. Um, but it's good. It's a, it's a really good beer. Hell yeah. Well, I didn't even know that happened. So congratulations to uh, everybody at New Serum. That's, that's, a, that's yeah, pretty cool. The brewers, the guys at the brewery are very, very excited. It's, it's like the highest award that you can Where receive. was the festival? Minnesota, I think. Okay. Milwaukee. Anheuser-Busch. Yeah. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I think it was in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because um, that's where those fuckers are. Yeah. I'm sure they probably like... <laughs> I mean, to, those beautiful people. They probably paid to bring them all in there, too. Oh, for sure. For sure. That's how it goes. Um, what? You anyway. mean Budweiser paid to have people come and, like, use their stuff? weird get, man yeah, like, get promotions out of it yeah never heard they probably branded their shit all over everything Shocking. <laughs> oh god but that's funny that like the biggest like let's be honest the asshole brewers of the world host the best brewers of the world well they have the money <laughs> exactly that's what it comes down to yeah God, and I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure that like for a light beer, like a, you know, if you're judging a domestic, whatever, I'm sure there's going to be some kind of Anheuser-Busch product taking something home. Just oh, yeah. Your volume of products. They I bet have. that new, what's it called? Like Bud Light Plus or whatever the fuck. Bud, so, Bud yeah, I don't know what. The f- <laughs> Does anybody know what it's called? Bud I don't think next. It- Bud next. Next. Is it a yeah. seltzer? Is that a seltzer? No, it's just a super, super light beer, and it is terrible. 
It's not a seltzer. No, it's not a seltzer. <laughs> they already have Bud Light seltzer. They have so Bud it's Light like seltzer. Bud Light Light. Yes, basically. But it's <laughs> it doesn't even it tastes like somebody took a bunch of Bud Light and poured water in it, which is exactly what they did. That's how you get the APV down. So ew. It's not good. It it's really, really bad. They do this every year too. Like remember like the Bud Select 55 and then like all the other stuff. Like they do this every is Bud every- Select still around? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I don't know how many people actually drink it, but I liked the logo for Bud Select. Yeah, it was cool. Remember Bud Platinum? That was terrible. Was oh, dude, I used to drink the shit out of that when I was like twenty. Super <laughs> Budweiser. About to get hammered, boys. So gross. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but anyways, uh, let's get back to the real reason we're here which is not bud select promise you that um i think it's video this is a video game podcast right occasionally okay i just wanted to make sure because it just it it doesn't even it does what is what is a podcast even you know (laughs) not grief persevering (laughs) what from one division when when um they talk about like uh it was really it got really big for a minute but uh somebody says something vision says something like what is grief if not love persevering Uh, (laughs) yes a lot of people people, like made fun of the line a lot of people thought it was a really good line like it it just but it kind of blew up oh my god so yes yes what are video games if not grief persevering (laughs) (laughs) Um, um yeah, so what what video games have you been playing, Travis, besides that old Apex? Well, I'll hit mine. I have two. I'll hit them real quick. Uh, well, one real quick because I haven't played a lot of it because it's on Game Pass. And the other one I've spent a lot of time with. So the first one is Erudian. I don't even know how you pronounce that word. Chronicles. Um, did, did you spell it right in the in the in the in the? Yeah, because I copied it from the. Uh, thing. <laughs> I'm gonna say that's Aiden. 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 Aiden Chronicle colon rising. Now, let me ask you something, Adam Gogan. Have you ever played a little series called Swakeden or Sukoden or how? Sudoku? Not, no. Sukoden, Sukoden, <laughs> Swakeden. I think it's pronounced Swakeden. Um, it was a, it's an RPG series on PlayStation, PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2. Uh, it was pretty big. It's where you like recruit like 150 characters. Um, it's a JRPG. Are we talking about Pokemon? No. Well, kind of, yeah, actually. <laughs> look up, look up Swakeden. Um, you might recognize the logo and stuff because it, it was really big back in the 90s and 2000s. Um, it's S U I K. I found it. I found it. Uh, yeah, no, I've never heard of that. Okay, so it's it was a basically a uh, you know JRPG series famous for collecting. You like built up a castle and recruit all these characters, and they would have roles within the castle that you built. You could also take them out with you when you were doing quests and stuff like that. Um, the series stopped after number five back in like two thousand and seven or something like that. Okay. And the guy who created it launched a Kickstarter a few years ago, and this series. Iodin Chronicles is the spiritual successor to Swakeden. And this game was a stretch goal. 
so the the big game that they're making is a like a full-fledged jrpg with nice production values and stuff like that um wait so this is the guy behind circuiton yeah i'm looking hold on um i'm looking this guy up and it's oh never mind i've it's what's his name yoshitaka Murayama. uh that sounds yeah he right. did okay yeah aiden chronicle producer writer director it says that one hasn't even come out yet is right, it in that, early that, that's what i'm getting to okay so this was a stretch goal okay for the main proper game which is going to be a full-fledged rpg this game is not that game this game is like a prequel to that game so you know how Kickstarters work? They give you like all these stretch goals if they make whatever amount of money. This game was a stretch goal. What it is, is it is using characters from that game that they're working on, but it's like a Metroidvania slash city builder. Is that how the original Circuitins were too? No, they're just JRPGs okay. with town building mechanics in it. This game is going to, the, the game that you're looking at is going to be a full fledged JRPG. This is a separate game that leads into that game. It was part of, it was just a stretch goal. Um, gotcha. So uh, it's a little bit different gameplay than what you would expect from a JRPG series. But some of the characters are going to be in the game. Uh, you're basically like me. And it, I think it sets up the events of the game proper. I'm not far enough to get any kind of story stuff yet. Did but, you play Soikoden as a kid? Yeah, I played a lot of Soikoden. Um, it looks pretty dope. Soikoden's awesome. Uh, are you looking up Eden Chronicles or are you looking up? I'm looking at Soikoden right now. Look up e Eden Chronicles. This art style is really dope. It's super cool. It's also on Game Pass, so you can try it out if you wanted to. Okay. But you're you're you play as this character mm. and you like, yeah. You accept missions and you do these things. It has a really really nice progression system. It feels like you're constantly progressing, which I really like that feeling. Um, Oh, dude, I love this. I love this. I'm playing, I'm going to play the shit out of this. So, yeah, you, and then every time you do that, you can go back to the base and build it up, like add new towns, folks. You'll get people that move in based on what you're doing. Um, and then you go back into like the dungeon and dungeon crawl. But the dungeon crawling is a side scrolling Metroidvania. So okay. It's cool. Um, so, so I'm this game is, in, but... is, it's, is there any kind of like turn-based JRPG mechanics in it? Or is it like the only no. thing is it's all Metrovania? Are you going in with a squad though? Uh, I think you, I've only got the one member so far. You, you, from what I've seen though, you definitely get more members. Cause I've, if you look at the screenshots, there's like three bars. Dude, I'm looking people. at a screenshot right now and it's six people standing, looking like they're doing some JRPG shit against a team of four so i don't know how the i don't know how the other characters come in like i think it's maybe like a marvel versus capcom style like you bring them in um with a tap of a button i'm not sure it could be like valkyrie profile where each face button uses a different character's attack um but i haven't gotten that far yet so i don't know how that works um but it's okay. cool it's, it's got really good music the graphics are nice uh it's got a cool like i said the progression system is awesome and i think you'd really like that part of it um one one of the things that like always makes me gravitate and i think i 
probably talked about this a lot on a lot of episodes um, toward any game is the art style. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of like unique uh, fun takes on old school art styles. And um, this is the epitome of that, man. From what I can see, it's like they brought, they've got like the PS, it looks like the PS one PS two, like two and a half D Metroidvania type deals. But then they have these completely smoothed out, uh, basically anime characters running around on top of it. It looks yeah. it, it looks a lot like the Vanillaware stuff from the PS2. I don't know if you ever played like Odin Sphere, yeah. or any of those games. Like it looks like that style. Yeah, very good. But player. way obviously way better. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I I agree. It looks good, it looks good in motion too. You need to oh, see it. Anyway. I'm a, I'm gonna have to play this one. I love this kangaroo guy. <laughs> I haven't met him yet. There's like a like looks like and he's huge like just like a kangaroo ninja. Which obviously, if you ever come across a kangaroo ninja in real life, do not approach. Um, they will they will kick the shit out of you, literally. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's nice. I, I'm I'm enjoying it. Uh, I'm I'm definitely going to stick with it. I, I don't think it's very long either, which is good. And it's on Game Pass, so the barrier to entry is really low. So uh, that's in development still. It's an early access, I guess. No, this game is launched. The okay, the game that they're making that they were they had for the Kickstarter. That game is in development. And that's not going to come out till sometime next year. So, gotcha. And this game will lead into that game, from what I understand. We'll see. How okay. It's together. Uh, but speaking of Metroidvanias, the game that I've been spending most of my time with is Rogue Legacy Two. Now, we talked about Rogue Legacy 1 a few weeks ago because you started playing it. Um, Rogue Legacy 1 is one of my favorite games. And I was kind of worried about this game's been in early access for a little bit, but I didn't. I, I usually don't. Something like this, I know I'm going to play a bunch of. I don't usually get in early access. <clears throat> I just wanted to be like a fresh experience when they finally get everything ironed out. And um, I'm glad I did because <laughs> this game is fucking amazing. It is so good. Uh, so basically, if you remember Rogue Legacy 1, the character like spent the lineage thing, you know? Uh-huh. They yeah, would... like you're picking your different traits, like you can have either or like it's like you can pick from a guy that is a midget, a guy who is really strong or a guy who likes spears like and it's all these different traits that are passed down from right from so, yeah, person you... to person. So this game, if you remember that, but no matter what your trait was, you were still using a sword. Yeah. Like you, you like that. That was kind of what it was. This game, the traits are there, just like in that game. But now you, there's different class. So the classes in that game basically just change, like your magic and like, uh, like the ability. weapon was always the sword. But the weapon was always the sword. So this game, each character class is completely different. They sometimes they jump different. Sometimes they they have they all have a different weapon. Um, they move differently. Some are slower, some are faster. Uh, some can like fly through the air when they attack. Some can, you know, kind of boost along the ground, like with a dash and attack. Um, and each character class plays so differently that each run is like a new, like it feels like a different type of game each time. Um, I've heard there are some real garbage classes though. Uh, so the funny thing is the classes that I thought I would hate I've really liked, and 
um it's kind of like in hades where you kind of like maybe there's a weapon you're like i don't think i'm gonna like this weapon but then you kind of get but then into you a, beat hades with it <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, you get like a really good run so this happened with me like i i beat the first ball I've, i'm on the third boss now out of six uh i beat the first boss with the dragoon who was kind of my favorite character for a while because they can kind of dash through the air with when you attack you, they can also attack in four different directions um which none of the other characters can do and <clears throat> so I, I was having a lot of luck with them and then i unlocked the cook and i was like or the chef i can't remember i think it's the chef. i've heard a lot about the chef and i if i haven't played this game yet but i would i think that would be the one i would want to play with would be the chef so i i don't i was like the chef is probably going to be a garbage character like i don't care at all but turns out this guy is a badass uh I, he's got a frying pan he can deflect shit right so his frying his frying pan works like um mario strikers like that's what it feels like when you when you hit you're basically returning mario bodies. tennis yeah mario tennis is, yeah. That's what I mean. uh, <laughs> you're like returning like so there's a lot of projectiles in this game it's basically half bullet hell uh and yep. you're and you're like returning projectiles but when you hit it it doesn't fly back the way it came in so it could be like a flying like straight at you projectile or a a looped projectile or whatever but he sends it back like a tennis ball like directly at the person that sent it directly at back of the person who sent it and um and it always is on fire and it applies fire damage to them over time and then if you hit them that applies another fire damage over time like if you hit them with the pan the pan always applies fire <laughs> damage over time so you'll just be stacking damage lighting up. everybody so, on fire so much fun so now i'm like anytime Do people that are up, on fire burn you no it's, it's okay. just like a status effect yeah i know but i'm saying if like you light someone on fire and then you run through them or like you mm -hmm. run up against them does that light you on fire too no they're like constantly taking damage they're flashing but they're not literally like you don't see like flames popping off okay um but it, it it felt so good to like get that class and like be like oh i was wrong about this you know like it, it turns out that this is a class that i really like so now i always go into there with the with the 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 chef anytime i get the opportunity hell um, yeah another thing that's different about this game is the level design the bait the last one was basically all just like the castle you know and there were different areas in the castle and they looked different but they were all like that basic symphony of the night style yeah um did you play dead cells fuck yeah so you know how in the second area in dead cells it was like that like rooftop yeah you know like you're it's, it's like just, they, they called it the promenade or something like that right and you know yeah. how it was always it was linear straight across you weren't going up and down like you were in in the castle yeah they, i mean they were a little like it was the ramparts the ramparts, ramparts. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. were like it was like a castle wall and then there were ramparts on it but so, you're still running straight across that running, that so the entire wall. second level in this game is exactly like that you're okay. not going up and down like castlevania you're not exploring you're just running across left to right the entire way and there are i mean there's little levels you can go down and up and you can go inside rooms and so that that very but you're always going to come back out to the rampart section and keep going across okay um, and it gives it it breaks up the, the 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 pace like it feels like a completely different level design and then when you beat that level it goes it keeps going to the right but then it branches out and like goes in different directions so the map ends up sprawling like huge way bigger than anything in the first game um and each each area instead of just looking different feels completely different than it did than the previous area before it um and it lends it a lot of replayability this is a roguelike so there's you know the levels are always different the layouts are different the enemy placements are different but each 
kind of area has its own feel and its own style of gameplay. Like some are more bullet focused, some are more enemy focused, some are more exploration focused. Um, are there any, are there any uh, like mechanical differences between the levels? Like, is there any kind of like physics or like water level or like, yeah, so the, the, the area I'm talking about that goes left to right, there's water beneath you. And if you fall into it, you take damage, but it shoots you back up to where you jump jumped off. So you're not like just landing in the water and taking DOT like constantly. You immediately zip back up and you just take a little bit okay. of damage. Um, there's also, so the first, the, the area after that is like a snow level and you can like, there's like little frozen area parts that you can go down into. Um, you have to find these two items to unlock the boss. You have to find different items to unlock the boss doors. You, can, you don't just go into the door this time. Um, mm -hmm. But the way that each area has a different requirement for that boss door. So the snow level, you have to like do some platforming to get to the items that uh, require it. And the good thing is once you get those items and you open the door, you never have to get them again. The door's permanently open after that. Okay. So, well, that makes the game a little more streamlined. Yeah, they, they did a lot of smart stuff as far as streamlining goes. There's a character that unlocks travel points for you. Um, so instead of having to go through the entire first and second level to get to the third level, you just teleport right to the third level. Do you have to be that character character to use those or after you unlock it? Do no, you get she's, to use she's not, she's a separate character, not part Okay. Of she's game, an so. NPC that like, yeah, is you, like, here's you, some, here's a teleporter. You, yeah. You pay, you, she's standing beside each teleporter when you go to a new level and, gotcha. and once you pay your one-time fee, that level is unlocked permanently. Gotta pay now. the troll toll. You gotta it, listen. She, you want that boy's hole, so you gotta pay that full toll. Soul, soul. I said soul. Rogue <laughs> <laughs> right, is... Legacy two, great game. Fucking, I'm so glad that it turned out well. I was a little worried about it, and I am loving the ever loving shit out of it. Um, very, very happy. Good. With it. I need to jump. On. Is that on Game Pass? No, unfortunately not. Um, it was on sale for Steam's like roguelike sale for 20 bucks, but I think it's gone back up to 25 now. Okay. But still 20 bucks for the amount of gameplay that I'm getting out of that game is just it's worth every fucking penny. Well, I um I probably won't be buying that until it goes on a little deeper sale than that, unless I get drunk and buy it, which you know it's a possibility. It is a I'm not going to say it's as good of an investment as hundreds of dollars worth of Amiibos, but <laughs> listen, who knows? those Amiibos, it's, this is an investment, okay? It's going to pay for your kid's college one day. Yeah. You, you I'm going to laugh my way to the bank. <laughs> That's exactly what you're going to do. With my Amiibos. <laughs> no, but um, I did, I did get drunk and buy Zelda Link's Awakening re remastered yeah or remake excuse me yeah that's um, a full-on remake yeah yeah i've been looking at that game for a long time i never played Link's awakening back in the day it was a game boy game yeah uh also a game boy color game yeah so i i did not play it on either of those i did have a game boy and a game boy color but never bought Link's awakening i was think? more of a i was more of a tetris and uh mario land kind of guy one what's your favorite mario land the first one oh, super okay. mario land really? that's the only one i played i don't know i was about to say one. the second one is like the first one but just they do i feel like the second one's just like 
how Mario three is, is just Mario one, but way better. That's how Mar- Mario land two is. It's just, it's a great okay. fucking game. What if they remade that? I feel like they, they need, they, to, re- they need to remake Mario land. They like really all do. the Mario lands. There's like they're great games. Yeah. They're so good. Some of the best platforming. The mechanic. Oh. Yeah. I was about to say the mechanics are so tight in that game. I feel like instead of doing like new Super Mario Bros, like they did for a while, which was not a great series. I, I like mean, they made game. Mario 3D Land, but that's not. I like that Mario one, but, Land. But in, if you're gonna do another 2D Mario, just remake the Mario Land games, dude. If games they remade Mario Land, it, oh my god, like seven, the Legend of the Seven Coins or something like that. I think that was the second one. Mm. Um, that's the one the, I played the most of. So. The first one was just Super Mario Land, and I played when I was like, when I was like, this is when I was like a real little kid. Like I was probably like five, four or five. This is one of, if not the first, because games that I played. Because my mom actually bought the Game Boy when before I was born for Tetris. For Tetris, <laughs> that's funny. And uh, so she would stay up playing Tetris, and then. She got Mario for me and Kyle, and I, I remember playing the shit out of that. And uh, that might be, that might actually, I know we've talked about like our first video game experiences, but I think the Game Boy and Tetris and Mario Land might be my actual first video games. That's awesome. <laughs> great games, great games. I wish I still had that Game Boy, dude. It was like the big fat brick Game Boy, too, that took like one. fucking like eight, double a batteries or whatever the hell it was it lasted 30 minutes <laughs> yeah you remember you remember like the magnifying glass and the backlight oh, yeah. you could throw oh, yeah. or the like okay. overhead light you could throw yeah, on there, there was too. no there was no um backlit screen so oh yeah if, if you were playing like in a dark room you had to in a car a, on a car ride a car ride yeah. we used to go on road trips um and i would have to like take a i took a reading light like yeah, yeah, yeah. you're like putting a book and like on thing yeah. i would clamp it like to the fucking seat belt and <laughs> and hang it over that's the screen a, that's a pretty good i i found i have a reading light like that i found <laughs> i was moving it's, yeah it's, that's it's, how it's, i would light my game boy growing up it's funny because like, <laughs> i saw there was um i've been looking you can see like a bunch of old nintendo powers on um archive.org and I was reading through some of those, and there's one that had like an advertisement for the Game Boy magnifying glass. Dude, that thing was so cool. It's like, can you imagine like <laughs> being like a parent and being like, why do you need a fucking magnifying glass for the for the Game Boy, the two hundred dollar Game Boy that I just bought you? You know, like it just yeah, I can't so many uh, add-ons, peripherals, shit like that for Nintendo stuff. But they were so they were so stupid and so good. You know, I'd buy them if like there was if there was a magnifying glass for the Switch. I'd buy that shit because I'm an idiot. I think you just put the magnifying glass on your face now and call them glasses. That's how it works. The switch screen's pretty big. You, know? you want a backlight for your backlight? We got that. I'm surprised Nintendo. Look, dog, I heard you like backlights, so we got a backlight for your backlight. This is Tim, my of, switch. <laughs> I was watching um, uh, Nextlander play uh, 32X earlier. I don't know if you remember the 32X. Was that but, the tie? That wasn't Tiger. No, no, no. It was Sega. Was oh, 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 yeah, yeah. It was yeah, like yeah. it plugged the, into the Genesis. Yeah, the Genesis plugged, 32X. Yeah. You plug something else into it. Yeah. Well, Brad mentioned the uh, the Tower of Power, and somebody like for like put a mess uh, like a, a sent them a picture, 
And it was like the 32 eggs plugged in and then somebody had plugged in like the Genesis modem into that, then plugged the Game Genie into that, then plugged Sonic and Knuckles into that, which I don't know if you remember Sonic and Knuckles, but it was like an open top cartridge that you could plug Sonic 3 into and it would put Knuckles into Sonic 3. So it was <laughs> yeah. literally this like tower of shit. Did it work? To a Genesis. Yeah, no, it was made to work like that. I'm just wondering if at like some point during that, it's like, this is too much. <laughs> yeah, what is this like, getting, like crossed up or something? I don't, the modem might have just been for looks because I don't think you could play like Sonic Online or anything like that. But mm -hmm. um, <laughs> the idea of just having, like if you had that in an entertainment console, you wouldn't be able to, you know, do anything with it. Like <laughs> you couldn't do that. Oh, it was also attached. Then there was like a Sega CD on the bottom of it. I don't know if that was actually attached to the Genesis or anything, but it was oh it my god that's amazing i feel like there was some kind of attachment that could turn your genesis into a sega cd i i do too i feel like i remember that too and that's what i was thinking and then you could also put a 32x on top of that but was the genesis the the thing that turned it into the sega cd that was like on the side there right like you put the genesis into that and then there was like a cd thing on the side i feel like i think you're right i think you're right dude there were so many peripherals though like so many attachments you should get you could get dude i'm lucky that i wasn't an adult then <laughs> i know you would have bought everything <laughs> like i need to try this tower of power there was only like 25 games made for the 32X or something like that. So was Sonic 3D one of those? Or was that a Sonic CD or was that a Sega CD? Sonic CD was Sega CD. Or Sonic, um, no, Sonic 3D. Sonic 3D that, Blast. Sonic 3D Blast was a Saturn game, I think. I think. It was either CD or... Um, CD was on Sega CD. Sonic CD was Sega CD. Yeah. No, but I mean Sonic 3D Blast. I think Sonic Sonic 3D Blast was either 32X or Sega CD. Yeah. Um, but I remember I played 3D Blast and I was like, this is the most mind-blowing game I've ever seen. Because one of my friends had what you needed for it. I can't remember what it was, though. It was... Uh... I think it was Sega CD. It was Sega Saturn and Saturn. Sega, Sega Genesis. Oh, it so was they, on Genesis. They did a version for the Genesis. Okay. Okay. That's what I played then. I played the Genesis version. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Sega, Sega CD, Sega, or Sega Saturn, okay. Sega, Sega Saturn and Sega Genesis, but no Sega CD, weirdly enough. Uh, okay. So I played the Genesis version of that game then. Was this, I don't know how, I, don't, I was not a Sega kid. I was a fucking Nintendo kid, but. I don't remember how the Sega CD worked. Like, was it an add-on for the Genesis? I think it, so, I think you could get it as a standalone or an add-on. Oh, I think you might be right. We clearly don't know what we're talking about, but <laughs> but this is fun to speculate on. Dude, yeah, just there's, no way, there's no way to know. There's, there's absolutely. No way to, who could ever know? <laughs> there's definitely uh, no way to know this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to Link's Awakening. I don't know how the fuck we got way over here. <laughs> how are you? Are you enjoying it? Yeah. So, like, I oh, I know how we got there. I said I never played Link's Awakening. It was on Game Boy. That's right. Yeah. Yep. And then we just went on a fucking tirade, fire tangent. 
Um, My recollection of this game was that it felt very much like a old school Zelda game. It made me feel, it makes me feel like, especially when I'm running around in the overworld, like I am like playing with plastic toys. Like the, the, I, the biggest thing that like really gets my attention is the art style. It is super, super like shiny plastic, plasticky looking models. Um, it looks and like it's that. in like a tilt shift. It's all in that like classic Zelda overhead view, but it's in a very tilt shifty kind of lens uh, perspective. And on the outer edges, it's all got like kind of a blur to it. So it looks like you're looking down almost at like your carpet and like, this whole world is sprawled out on your floor a little bit. The art um, style reminds me of Rudolph. The Yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Like a claymation kind of. Yeah, it, you, at any moment you expect like a misfit toy to jump out at you. Yeah. Like a stop motion kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really like gets me going. That's, that's really cool. Anytime that like, we talked about it before, like anytime you can take like an old school style and put a cool twist on it. that like excites me tremendously and so like to see them take something from the game boy era and make it like to seem like i'm playing with a toy from the 80s like because they look like little 80s plasticky kind of toys yeah um my old nostalgic ass like gets gets super into that and um and especially they've also like the music in that game is very um almost like nursery nursery like uh no not nursery rhyme what the hell am i thinking of um what are the things you sing to children lullaby it's almost like like lullaby kind of like chimes and bells uh seems like they're played on like kids kids xylophones um (laughs) fisher price xylophone yeah like a fisher price xylophone kind of thing and um like out of tune trumpets and like it's everything about it is like just super kitty uh in a way that like just kind of like makes me feel like a kid again yeah and uh i really really enjoy that a lot i've stayed up honestly dude i've stayed up till like four in the morning the last like three nights playing that game um the gameplay feels it feel because what i remember of it is you're like it's kind of like a link to the past where you don't really have um, a ton of instruction on where you're supposed to go or how you're supposed to solve the puzzles. So you kind of like, you kind of have to just try a bunch of things, mm-hmm. which is how I like my Zelda. Um, but I know some people are frustrated because they probably grew up with like Ocarina of Time, stuff that's a little more. Where it's like, like you out. need the hook shot to go in here. Yeah, exactly. Like Navi tells you what you need. Yeah. This game doesn't have a Navi. It doesn't have a midnight. Well, it does game. have, it does have um like as soon as you, so there, I think there's like seven different instruments that you have to get. Yeah. Um, as soon as you get one, it'll tell you where it'll give you a vague description of where you need to go for the next one. Yeah. And then the it owl. On, yeah. It marks it on the map and stuff, but like, but the, I, I more mean like you don't know like what item you need to what you need to get stuff. there yeah, yeah you, you have to explore like for instance um it was telling me i needed to go to the swamps but mm-hmm. it didn't tell me that i needed the bombs and to go to the swamps so right. then like i i got to the swamps and i was like okay i can't get through here 
I see these walls with cracks in them. That means it's Zelda. I need bombs. I need to go yeah. find where the bombs are at. Um, and you yeah, that's no, I, I love that. Um, yeah. so then I just go keep exploring where I've been to already with the new items that I have that can get me further into the, those areas that I've already been to. Um, and that unlocks more things to progress me further the other way. And, uh, yeah, that, that type of Zelda where it's like, you go forward, then you go back a little bit, then you go a little more forward then a little bit back. Like that's, that's the classic Zelda that I really, really enjoy. It's very linked to the past, very links awakening or not links awakening, link between worlds. Um, yeah, that that's great. That's, shit. I, I think, I think it depends on when you grew up. Like I remember Abby Russell on the bomb cast being, or the beast cast being like really frustrated with this game. Cause she's like, I just don't know where to go. I don't know what I need. I don't know what to do. And I think people that played like, you know, like we said, like Ocarina the first time when you have the navigation person who's constantly telling you what to do next, uh, you're not used to that. But if you grew up like us and you, your first Zelda was either the first one or like uh, a link to the past, then you're like, you're used to that style. And that's the style that I like. Like I like, exploring the overworld finding what i'm supposed to do it's next. a puzzle it's a it's a giant puzzle like with little mini puzzles in it um yeah. so every time that you're 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 faced up against something that you don't know I, like maybe not to people that don't understand that style of gameplay but like what that means is the answer is somewhere behind where you've already been exactly so yeah. you need to go back and see and what you haven't found there and some people just don't like back. It's a lot of the reason people don't like Metroid and stuff. Like people don't like backtracking. But I think if backtracking is done well, it doesn't feel like a chore. It's like part of the fun. Because you backtrack and then you open up in a new area in that yeah, area. It's like, oh, oh shit, I can't. Because you'll the, me, one of the things I love about Metroid is you come to an area and you're like, I see that there's like a ledge up there with like a shiny thing on it that I don't, I can't do anything right now, but I know eventually I'm going to find something that'll let me get up there. And then when you find that, it's like the big eureka moment. And you get to do that over and over again because there's all kinds of different ways that let you, you know, explore that. So mm. in like Zelda's got the same kind of thing where you're like, I know that like you'll see like the in, in only to the past, there's the the wooden pegs where you can throw the hook shot to and it'll drag you across like a, an open bridge or something. You know, I haven't I gotten the hook shot yet. I um I just got I, I've so far I've gotten the thing that lets you jump. I've gotten mm. the thing that lets you pick up pots and rocks um yeah the power glove um i've gotten two of the instruments um and i think that's it so i think i've I got a good ways to go but like i usually play that game like late at night laying in bed before i go to bed um no i haven't uh, maybe um <laughs> um but dude have you talking about like um metrovanias and stuff you haven't played ori in the will of the wisps right and that doesn't seem like you don't think you would like that game i have played it i played it you have game. yeah you played ori in the will of the wisps i played a little bit of it i didn't play a lot of it i liked it it was it was very good oh yeah it, that's... Did, it, I, it didn't grab me enough for me to stick with it but the art style was good the music was amazing i thought you i i thought that might be a game that you could really sink your teeth into i i there was something about the combat that i did not like at all you get a lot more there's the combat gets a lot better as you get a couple more items i've heard um, that the second one is better 
Oh, um, you played Ori in the Blind Forest. Blind though. Forest, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I have not played Will. Okay, Wolves. yeah, that's what I, I think you would enjoy. Will Lewis. The combat in that is way better than Blind Forest. Um, um, I might try that out. Is that on Game Pass too? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I might and try it, that out. It looks amazing. The soundtrack is just as good. Um, story's great, and it's a just a fucking amazing Metroidvania. You still play um, as the same little. Oh yeah, your Ori, the little. Whiskey. Or a spirit guy. Uh, the the first one, like, really upset me in the first ten minutes because like your mom character fucking dies. Oh, get really get ready to cry again, <laughs> bitch! In, in the first thirty <laughs> minutes, dude. Oh, if you want to see what I'm talking about, just go back and watch the stream. Oh, okay. Twitch.tv slash gaming and drinking. By the way, okay. Only uh, an hour and a half, two hours into this. <laughs> gotta plug it at some point yep uh but yeah that is uh zelda Link's awakening there's there's a lot more to it but i have to take a quick break and go grab another beer so what do you say we take a quick break and come and wrap this thing up sounds good all right guys we will be right back with more booze and games Oh yeah. Welcome back everybody to gaming and drinking. Um, you know, at the end of the day, what? at the end of the day, we all, we, we all are here on this planet spinning around the sun. What the fuck is going on? That was the, on a, on a collision course with failing a podcast. <laughs> I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just started a sentence and then that's where it ended up. I started it poorly. You sounded like you were going to do like a political speech or something like four score <laughs> seven years ago. At the end of the day, we're all red-blooded Earthicans. Definitely. my fellow earthicans earthicans yep Wait, um, what, if this, what if this podcast is being transmitted out you don't want to alienate our alien zero zero one zero 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 seven no wait there's no sevens in binary yes there's just ones and zeros <sighs> fucked up now the aliens are gonna hate me is there a niner in there <laughs> <laughs> fucking aliens are gonna hate me dude because I threw in a seven. If aliens listen to this podcast, I Earth is probably fucked. <laughs> They're like, we gotta destroy this motherfucker. <laughs> These people, there's something wrong with them. It's like completely ignore them. That is like the skid row of planets. <laughs> <laughs> no intelligent life down there. <laughs> oh god. No, but uh I do have I do have another game to talk about, but it is one in the morning right now while we're recording this. Um, we started, what time did we start? Like 9.30? No, we started at like 10.30. Okay. What is, what is time, bro? Time is, do we even, does anybody know? You know when they say they're running out of time? No, time is infinite. Or time, time goes on, marches time. on without us, with or without us. Time doesn't exist. 
Time is just a fucking construct. Yeah. The frogs are gay. <laughs> what is love? Baby, don't hurt me. I think this is the most smartest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Most smartest. The most smartest podcast, except for that one with the history guy. Um, we, make, we make NPR look fucking dumb. NPR National NPR. Poopy Radio. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that might be the, the title if we had a title. <laughs> we don't poopy have titles. <laughs> we might need to start doing titles because that's pretty good. Oh God. Um, anyways, I think I think we're gonna end this. I think we're gonna end this one on a on a Mick Ultra note. Ew. That's when Fucking... you know Adam's gotten to the end of the podcast because the ultra's coming off. Yeah, I'm done. I've already gone through all the beers for the podcast. Now I'm just like digging through the fridge. Ugh. All right. Yep. Everybody, cheers, internet. Cheers. <laughs> cheers, Travis. Cheers I think this is a fun one. Um, this was a fun one. Uh, cheers to all the aliens. Please don't blow us up. Cheers to aliens. Come on down. Let me clap them alien cheeks. <laughs> what? I think your girlfriend might have a problem with that. I don't think she does. I think Katie wants to do it too. <laughs> Katie, tell me you wasn't fucking alien. If it was a hot alien, I'm not saying you're going to fuck like a like a demogorgon yeah, no it's gonna be like a hot alien that comes down it's like it's, it's an alien hot. that came down specifically to seduce humans like in species yeah. i've never seen that so i don't know i'm not one to discriminate katie is not one to discriminate <laughs> <laughs> oh god and cheeks the aliens are happy they're coming down all is right in the world. Martian these nuts. I don't know. You almost had something there, but I did. Nope. Didn't. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Cheers. Uh yeah. Enjoy life. <laughs> We're all <laughs> we'll gathered here today. We'll see you next time <laughs> on the game of the drinking cast. The f- Blue? <laughs> okay, we, we gotta get out of here all right i think we already did we're Is just gonna it? cut yeah yep we've reached the end <laughs> goodbye goodbye do your best uh aol goodbye guy goodbye that's pretty good that's pretty <laughs> good that's where you should end it you've got mail that's pretty good too was it yeah What's the other ones? What was your what was your away message as a kid? It was always some like ain't like angsty. Oh yeah. It was like mine was like newfound glory lyrics or like was take, take back, back Sunday or the used professional. <laughs> Something real angsty and shitty. It would be like, you could slip my throat. Yeah, oh, that one was, I'd apologize. Yeah. It'd always be something always like with that. like lowercase, uppercase, lowercase. I never like did a- that. I was never that lame, but definitely would do the quote. Dude, how are you gonna say you weren't that lame 
when you did the quote. Like because that's literally was, just as lame. I was lame enough to do the quote, but I wasn't lame enough to alternate. You can't, you cannot, you cannot be on a pedestal when you oh, did I'm the quote. <laughs> I'm a, but listen, I, we might all be drowning. That in pedestal is like literally an inch we're, high. We're drowning in the same water, but at least I've got something to hold on to. Fuck you. <laughs> God, I hate you. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Fuck this podcast. <laughs> Why don't you go put up an angsty quote on your away message after this to get it? <laughs> Listen, best friends means I pull the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, bitches. <laughs>